amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. From dating to relationships, from sex to love, from Christianity to politics, from darkness to light, you have now entered into the real zone. Welcome to Conversations with Trent, where no topic of conversation is safe from discussion. Now, here he is, Mr. Epic himself, Trent Williams. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Conversation Show featuring the lovely Miss Lisa Tillman Page. Tonight we'll be talking about, we got a nice one up tonight, man. We'll be talking about the difference between raising boys versus girls. We'll be discussing raising boys versus girls. Should there be a difference in treatment based on gender? You know, and we'll be going all in because, you know, you know, a lot of folks have their ideas and all that stuff on how to um, raise a, a boy and, and, and whatnot. I've know, I know some parents who actually, uh, some, you know, male parents who actually at the age of 16 when they have sons, they give those boys condoms and put in that, you know, in that wallet, for, you know, for, for safekeeping just in case. My question is, would they be doing that to their daughters when they turn 16 just in case? So we got a good one tonight. Um, without further ado, let's bring in the lovely Lisa Tillman Page. Hey, 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 
I can't I can't call it my spoiler. If you're walking down the street with lights and all that stuff like that, you gotta have a badass walking five inch heels in my opinion. You know what? I don't need the five inch heels, but I'm just saying I can kill it. Anyhow. <laughs> all right, all right. What's going on with what's going on in ATL tonight? Oh, nothing much. Nothing much. You know, it's it's the end of the week. It's been a long week. Um, but it's been a good week, and I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be on the show again. Um, I'm glad for this topic. You know, I'm hoping people will call in. Um, you know, I, I, I call in respectfully, even though, you know, my opinion counts and nobody else's. But anyhow, um, <laughs> just joking. But, um, yeah, people call in and, and, and weigh in on this because, you know, what, this is, this is one thing that a lot of people don't talk about, you know, people get together and they get married and they have kids or, you know, when the child is, uh, when, the, when the woman is pregnant, people don't necessarily talk about how they're going to raise their children. And so mm-hmm. as, you know, the children come and you start to start to raise them and you start to see some things, you're like, well, wait a minute, why would you do that for him but you didn't do that for her? Or why would you do that for her and you didn't do that to him? Um, so, yeah, yeah so I actually I, I like this topic a lot. I like this topic a lot. Good stuff, good stuff, real good so, stuff. Yeah. Okay, for the listening audience, let's, uh, let's give them, um, um, you know, a synopsis of the show here tonight, um, talking about uh, raising boys versus girls. Um, and here's a little bit of description. I believe this has been a source of conversation and contention between parents, among siblings, and even in schools for ages. Girls are supposed to walk the straight line be neat and mannerable, while boys, well, boys will be boys. Should boys be treated with a heavy hand and girls be spoiled with the gentle tones, more understanding, and kid gloves? Do you give your sons more freedom, yet your daughters are on a tight rein? At the ripe age of 16, are the girls given a curfew of 11 p.m.? Hold on a second, let me scroll down here. At the right age of 16, <laughs> are the girls given a curfew at 11 p.m., only allowed to group date and only attend school or church-sanctioned parties? Wow, that sounds like fun. Wow, <laughs> we, we give 16-year-old boys a condom for their wallet just in case, in quotes, as, as Lisa wrote this. I didn't write it. Lisa wrote that. Um, and a curfew of midnight and a pat on the back for dating the prettiest girl in the school. Should we base treatment solely on gender or on something else, like level of maturity, responsibility, or even grades? And here we go, raising boys versus raising girls. Should there be a difference in the treatment of based on gender? Yeah, and 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 you know, um, and I mean like a fundamental difference. Um, you know, for example, you know, we t- we talked about the condom thing. Um, my my ex husband he did that when when my stepson turned sixteen, he gave him a condom. He was going to um, he was going to, to Florida for spring break, and I looked at him. I said, "What are you doing that for?" And then I said, well, "You know, when Kamaria turns sixteen, are you going to give him a, give her a condom too?" No, I'm not going to give her a condom. Like, wait a minute. So of course that became a whole big discussion, argument, whatever right. it was. Um, but you know, now, you look at it. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll put a twist on this for a second. You know, uh, for a lot of folks who who don't know, uh, my brothers and I, uh, there's four of us, and for the you know the beginning stages of um, 
of our childhood from, from the age of four for me up until about mm, 15, 16, um, I was raised in a household with my father. But my father was a traveling man. He was, uh, he was a businessman. He, he was never home. And he moved around the country a lot, or, you know, he owned his own um, trucking company, so it kept him away. So we were pretty much raised by um, older siblings, you know, step-siblings uh, in the home, which happened to be women. Uh-huh. Now, and here's the thing, I kind of chuckled when you sent this over talking about condoms and stuff like that. Uh, we were actually given those condoms at, at a young age. Uh, by the older siblings, which were women, uh-huh. they're just in case. It wasn't. Huh. It wasn't my father. It was you know, it was the older siblings in the house. Like actually said, you know, just in case, don't want to get these girls pregnant. Right, right. Interesting. And so I wonder, and I and I'd like for you to do this. I'd like for you to have a follow up next week. But I, w- I want you to ask your older siblings, um, you know, if if one of you were a girl, if there was a girl under you, would they have done that for a girl? Um, but, I mean, and, and, and I don't want to just keep this, you know, when you're 16, but think about this. Even when, you know, when you're smaller. So you went to live with your dad when you were four, when you were three or four or five, whatever. So, you know, boys, y'all can go out, y'all can run, y'all can get, y'all can get dirty, y'all can roll in the ground. You're like, you know, oh, at least put on a clean shirt. At least put some shoes on, brush your hair, whatever. But girls, oh, you can't get dirty. You've got to sit here. The boys can go outside and play and be just as wild, but the girls have to sit yeah, here and look good. nice. Yeah, that was that was different with me. I, I didn't I didn't get dirty. My brothers did, but I, I didn't enjoy I didn't enjoy going out getting dirty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that just wasn't my thing. Still not my thing that today. Your, that's still not your thing, huh? Okay. Yeah, All right. Go out there and sweat <laughs> like that, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I got girls to impress. I got girls to impress here. That, yeah, at, at that age, you that's were, what I'm thinking. You were four. You were four. You were four. Hey, I was still a hard time. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go what ahead. Do we watch our, let our children watch it for. But anyhow, that's a whole nother thing. Um, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, we tell boys, and this this thing right here. Oh man, this runs all through me. I, I my head will just spin around and fly off when I hear people say this, and women and men say this to little boys. Um, two things they say. One is, "Don't cry, be a man." He's four. Hmm. He fell down and he cut his leg and is bleeding. What is he supposed to do? You know, he's supposed to cry. Or they say, you know, if the if the dad isn't there um, for whatever reason, for whatever reason he's not in the house, now all of a sudden you're the man of the house. He's seven. He's not the man of the house. You right. know, so we give these responsibilities to boys. We tell them you're supposed to look out for your little sister. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. And then with girls, we'll say, oh, we're going to fix fix your father and fix the boys something to eat. And, oh, we'll, we'll eat last or, or clean all the dishes, and the boys get to go out and play. Or, you know, the girls, you know, there's we train our children. You know, these gender roles that, that we but live in. They're not. They're not yeah, but, innate to us. It's nurtured. They, it's nurtured into and, us. And, and, and this is this is. I guess this is where we differ um, on that because I, I truly believe that um, every young man should should have that lion instinct. Um, every young man should have that protect. You know that protective instinct. Whether it be for his mother, whether it be for his mother, whether it be for his sister, whether it be for you know his girlfriend, or his wife, or whatever. Every young man, I think when we talk, when we start talking about gender, and you know, it brings me back to a topic that you and I t- 
totally disagree on with this whole agenda bathroom thing. It kind of struck a nerve with me. But I, I truly believe that young boys should be handled uh, slightly a little different than, than girls. And, and now, I do agree you know with that. Now, now, I do. Now, this is not to say wholesale that everybody should be treated the same or, you know, that both genders should be treated the same. I completely am not saying that. Um, I, I do think I think that is a nature, an innate thing, that, that males are the protectors, that males, that's just something that's just the way you're built. Um, you know, that, yeah, that's, 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 built, your, that's built in the DNA. That, that's something that, yeah, yeah, that's something that God placed that's in weird. every right. – that's something that God placed agree. in every every young boy. I completely agree. It is in your DNA. Women are nurturers, and of course, we're not wholesaling it for everybody. But ninety nine percent, you know, women are the nurturers, more nurturing often than men, um, and men are the protectors. That's true. I, I completely agree with that. But what I'm saying is that it should not be um, like, for instance, I know um, one of my colleagues. She is the youngest of. I think she has six six siblings. There's an older sister mm-hmm. and then the rest of the boys and then there's her. And because she was because um, she was the little girl, she got to choose everything. She got to choose what movie they were going to watch. She got to choose if they were going to get pizza, what pizza, what they got to put on the pizza. You know, everybody kind of went to her for, oh, go ask daddy for this. Go ask daddy for that. To this day, as a grown woman, she can pretty much get whatever she wants from her dad. And some of her siblings still say, hey, you know what? I need this from dad. Can you go see him? But because well, technically, technically, was, I mean, and I could actually, I could actually, you know, challenge that as well. My siblings did the same thing for me because I was the youngest uh, kid in the house. As far as you know, I was the youngest at the time, and then you know, I had a, a half sister that came along uh, years later. But I was the youngest boy in the house. Hey, go ask dad, can we do this? Or go ask, you know, go ask okay, your so there's, a, do that. So there's a difference. So there is a little difference with the with the younger. I mean, and that that could be a thing too. Do you treat them differently because they're younger? I do think, especially me being the the youngest, um, there is a favor, if you will, that we get because I mean they tried some things out already with the older ones. <laughs> so with us, they're like, you know what? Yeah, you can have it. You can do it or whatever. I mean, my sister and I was just two of us, and my sister mm-hmm. would always say, you know, you got to do this and you got to do that and. So when we talked to my mom about it, she said, well, because with the first one, I was nervous. I didn't know that it was okay to let you do this and let you do that. But by the time Lisa came along, you know, shoot, we can, we can go yeah. on and, and do those things, you know. So that's, that's a little bit of, a little bit of difference yeah, and, and, in there. I yeah, do agree with that. Yeah, I, um, and, and Greg brought something up, uh, my brother brought something mm-hmm. up last week uh, when he was comparing uh, Kennedy to Taylor, Taylor mm-hmm. being my, old, you know, my oldest daughter. And he was right. like, dude, he was like, you know, he said, you allow Kennedy to just get away with everything. He said, like, you know, back in the 90s, you wouldn't even allow Taylor to even, she, she wouldn't be able to do this. She, Taylor didn't even have a cell phone until she was 16. This kid got a cell phone at eight. She was eight at the time when she got her first cell phone. Mm-hmm. So, and Kennedy couldn't, I mean, Taylor couldn't have a cell phone until she was 16, but this kid, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we know she got everything. She can make her own technology up. But anyhow, <laughs> so but, but yeah, but, I get and so, women, so the I reason guess. and the reason and the reason why we had this conversation, if you remember last week's discussion, you were talking about how you know you needed your grown folk time or whatever, and um, you were you were Still saying that um, <laughs> we are right now. you <laughs> you you were saying that um, you had said something to Kennedy, and Tammy told you to go back. 
and apologize because that was wrong. And so you said, and you and you thought about it, and you said, yeah, you know, she's a girl. I, I apologize because it hurt her feelings, and she's a girl. And I said, wait mm-hmm. a minute, why? Because she's a girl. Because if you said something and she was a boy, it would be okay. And your response to me, I don't know if you remember, but your response to me was like, <laughs> oh, there's a boy. He can toughen up. He's okay. What? They're allowed yeah, I don't understand you know? that. You know, and so I took issue with that. Just because, you know, just because he's a boy, you know, does he get to be punched in the chest and, you know, and she just gets a little slap on the hand? No. You know, and okay, I here we knew go, a guy. And gentlemen, look, I knew this was too good to be true where this woman would agree with me two weeks in a row. And now, <laughs> she's telling me, now she's telling me on this end that last week she didn't believe in that bullshit when I said the first time. So there we go. I knew it wasn't true. I, I knew it wasn't going to last, so, you know, hey, go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Anytime. All good things must come to an end every now and then. And that was my free cuss word for the, for the week. That's right. That's right. Do you, any other ones, you got to put it, put money in the jar, like $20. Okay. So, anyhow, um, but, you know, I, I actually I knew a guy who um, he and his brothers, he would do something, they would do something, and their father would punch them dead in the chest. And oh, his wow. little sister would do something, and, you know, she'd get a little pop on the butt or whatever. It wasn't even worth anything. He said, yeah, she wouldn't even cry. You'd get a little pop on the butt. She'd get giggle and go on about her business. Um, right. And so what are, we, what are we teaching? You know, these are some of the things. But I still, that, say, and, and please, I still say now, what? when you mm-hmm. talk about, like, you know, with the little pop on the butt or whatever, we still have to be, be mindful how we, we handle these, these, these young girls because, you know, what they, what they interact with and how they handled as as young girls, they're gonna look for that in a man. So you still have to, as as a as a as a male parent, you still have to walk that thin line with her, as well as the, as well as the son, as well as the son. But you still have to be, you have to be, you know, you have to be real careful when you when you when you deal with, with young ladies. With, with you mean you mean girls. you mean talking about like spanking and stuff? Spanking and and your tone and all that stuff. No, because because what I'm looking for in a man, I'm looking at how my father treated my mother. I'm not looking at how my father treated me. I mean, you know, I got cases come across my desk where. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, look, I'm just saying we won't talk about that. That's another show, and you and your your people. But um, so. <laughs> But I mean, I got spanked with I, I got spanked with a slipper. I got spanked with a belt. I mean, my dad even popped me with his hand. So it wasn't, you know, I that didn't to me that didn't say, oh, you know, any man I dated was they were gonna they were gonna beat me. No, shoot, mm-hmm. just, please, I'd be in jail now. But um, you know, my when I look at how my father treated my mother as a wife, that's what right. I'm looking for. That's what I look for. That's not what. That's you know the the relationship was different, so I think we do have to be careful with that. Um, I think you know now I've never been one, and I've never been like popped in the mouth or popped in the face, and you know all of that. I, I I've never liked that whole look when I've seen people do that to their kids. Um, you know I think that's a whole a whole nother thing. Um, but you know even the tone i mean shoot i i got fussed at with the best of them cuz you know i was always pushing buttons and trying to do this that and the other but you know the words yeah, that you say <laughs> nobody asked you but anyhow the words that we say you know um we we tell we would tell boys um you know you you better not come back in that house until you knock that bully flat on his butt 
but a girl comes home crying, and we, we want to send people out to, to fight, the, fight the girl or fight the boy who was fighting her. We won't tell her to go out and, you know, kick their butt, knock them down or whatever it is. Not that I'm condoning fighting, you know, good pop every now and then. Somebody needs one, but I'm just saying. Um, you know, how do, we, how do we teach them to handle their business? Um, I, I know, um, you know, people who will say to their sons, I always have to clean up after you. We're talking about, you know, it, it'll make a difference if they're nine, if they're 15, if they're 19. I always have to clean up after you. But the girls, can you pick up the stuff? What are you doing? You're supposed to clean up. You're supposed to, the house represents the girl and the woman, and so you have to do this, hey, you have to do that. Hey, hey that's, not, that, that's not fair, because I, I tell Kennedy all the time, hey, man, you need to clean up by yourself. Oh, yeah, and she needs to, and I agree, but the boys need to also. I, I, I remember telling her when, when I was married, um, I think it was like maybe our second, our second Thanksgiving dinner, we were having people over, and, um, and in my household it was um, growing up. Um, you were up late cooking and, you know, all of this. And so um, for my husband, he was helping me cook. And I just remember looking at him and said, man, there's nothing sexier than a man in the kitchen. He just looked at me he was like, what? And I have to tell you, my, my, my former mother-in-law, she did a great job. She had three sons, and they all knew how to cook. They knew how to what, clean what, what, the house. They knew the how to wash. Were they from mm-hmm. the south? They from, no, they, they weren't. They, no, no, no. They were from Chicago. They were from the north. Okay. So well, well, try technically, he's from the south. Because first of all, technically, he's from Chicago. He's from the south. Hey, we'll get oh, back to Lisa's goodness. story right after this. It's twenty after the hour. We'll be right back after this break, folks. We'll be right back. Have you ever sat down and simply wanted someone to fully understand your life? Someone who wakes up every day and does their best to provide and protect their loved ones the way you do? Someone who has been confused, lost, scared, or just trying to figure out how to balance their life spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially? If so, Life is Outstanding is the book for you. Anthony promises his readers that you don't have to be perfect to live an outstanding life. Thanks for tuning in to Conversations with Trent. We will be right back with more conversation after these commercial breaks. And we're back, folks, and we're back, and we're back. Okay, so you're saying that uh, this guy wasn't from, uh, he, he was from Chicago, right? He was from Chicago. Not everybody from well, Chicago is from most the likely South. By I know way, people migrate. Most oh, likely Lord. by way of Louisiana. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, anyhow, it was not Louisiana. But, um, you know, one of the things, I mean, and she and I had a conversation about it, and she said, yeah, she said, we're not going to have, you know, who knows if they're going to get married, but they need to learn how to take care of themselves. And actually, right. I mean, and I hated ironing. Ironing was one of the things I had to do when I was growing up. I hated ironing. My ex-husband was in the service. Man, he could iron better than I could. I, it was it was the thrill of my life, I tell you. But anyhow, um, so, you know, I really want I really want to hear from our listeners because this is, you know, I really wonder how many people talked about this when, you know, when the woman was pregnant. Okay, well, how are we going to raise our children? What do you what do you see? They even talk about the way they were raised. Um, you know, do you all have this conversation? And then when you don't have this conversation and it comes up, um, you know, because your your son or your daughter did something or both of them did something and you hand down different um, different judgments or different punishments because, oh, well, he's a boy, he can do this, but she's a girl, and so, you know, it's okay, you know, she'll let her slide. Um, you know, then that becomes a point of contention, and this is something that we should really look at. 
Um, I, I agree. And for the callers, for the callers there that, that I see in the queue, uh, that I actually tuned in online, you guys can actually dial into three four seven three two six nine one three nine and get in on this uh, on this topic about raising boys uh, versus raising girls, and should there be a difference in treatment of uh, based on gender? Keyword gender. Right. Gender, so, but, but you know, but but I, I truly believe that there uh, there should be a slight difference uh, in, mm-hmm. in raising these kids. Um, and let's just be honest and fair here, as far as maturity goes, uh, mm-hmm. a, a young girl probably going to be, you know, she's going to become more mature. Um, Far more mature. The young boy, you know. Far more. You know, because we, we as boys, we don't we don't learn to chew bubblegum and walk at the same time until you know. We've actually had so that conversation. About <laughs> I was about to say I can't curse, so <laughs> I've already given that one up for the day. But um, no, I mean you know, I'd say you got me stolen on that one. Um, I'd say around thirty-five, a guy starts to to understand himself. Um, mm-hmm. if it's anything earlier than that, you know, he's a special kind of guy. But yeah. for the, for the yeah. average guy. For the average guy to come off the playing field and all that stuff, uh, I'd say around thirty-five. Okay. I think that right. you, I think the young ladies mature, you know, at a faster rate than than, than young men. And so, and you know what? One of the things about that is Trent is um, part part of it is is nature. Part of it is our DNA. The other part is the nurture. What girls are in the house. Girls have to go to the hairdresser. Girls are cooking. They're doing the dishes. So they're hearing adult conversations more often than the boys because the boys are out playing. They're doing whatever. They might hear some things, you know, some guy talk, you know, around the barbershop, fixing the car or whatever. But, you know, it's boys are out. They're, they're, they're on the field. They're doing this, that, and the other. And, and what are women doing? We're talking. We're talking. We're talking. We're talking. And so, you know, we do have to watch at what age we, we have certain conversations around our children um, because far too many children are involved in adult conversations. And even if they're not allowed to say anything, they're hearing too many things that they really shouldn't hear at a certain age and knowing too Mm -hmm. much of adult business. But, um, but more so because of how we, because of how we raise our children and what we do with our boys and what we do with our girls, you know, I have a question for you. I have a question for you Mm -hmm. on maturity. And on responsibility, I know that you have that one kid, and uh-huh. uh, you know we know that that she's away. She's out in Africa, South she's in South Africa, correct? Uh, correct. Yeah, she's in South Africa. Now, my question to you is: At that age, would you have sent your, your son away and, and just said, "Hey, you know, you're, you're free to go out there. I'm not going to put up a fight." I knew you put up some type of resistance with with, with tomorrow, but um, would you have actually, you know, I think you would have actually said, no, you can't go. And you would have, you, would have, uh, you, would have, you know, you would have bought tooth and nail if it was a boy. <laughs> I, you know what? I, it's difficult to say that I, with my stepson, I would have let him go. I, I would. Um, and my stepson. Why, because of the maturity level? Yeah, because, yeah, because of maturity level. Um, okay. and, and, but, um, but it's a little difficult to say. And it's funny because, like, with some of my friends, and they're like, oh, my goodness, you're letting Kamari go where? You're doing what? I mean, even her dad, he's, you know, he's fit to be tied. You know, when is she coming back home? He, you know, can't stand the whole thing. But um, but there are, like, some of my friends' kids, 
who are my daughter's age or a little bit younger, some of them, I'm like, mm, no, I wouldn't send them around the corner. And they know that. They're like, I'm not sending them anywhere. <laughs> like, I'm not sending them anywhere. I'm not sending them anywhere. Hey, I'm so glad you listened to me somewhere tonight. <laughs> They know. Wait a minute. They no. They know who they are because we've had this conversation. Okay, got you. Got you. We've had this this conversation. But there are some kids, and some of it is what you expose your children to, as far as um, being being um, world being world. Hold on, being worldly, as in you Mm -hmm. know, being around different people with different cultures and and that kind of thing. Um, But sometimes, you know. mm -mm. So here's here's another tough question, and I'm only throwing your words back at you. Um, you know, this was your this was your topic. All all I did was copy and paste into the Gee, back end here. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so at sixteen, would you have given Tamara uh, um, a condom? No, or did you? And I, no, I didn't give her a condom, and I was not interested in my stepson getting a condom either. But when okay. she went to college, we had a very clear talk. And she okay. had this little special box, and she got condoms in her box. And I told her, I'm not sending you to school to come up here and be buck wild to get pregnant and all of that. I'm wait, not, wait, not wait, wait, wait a minute, that. wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, you, you're not just going to slide this one by me. <laughs> in her care pack, did you send her away with a box of condoms? She had, she had this little box. I hope and it I wasn't that. It had mm-hmm. mar- she, she had a she had a box. I mean, we had a whole conversation about it, um, and um, and I told her. I mean, well before she went to school, you know, hey, I went to college. I know what happens in college. You know, you're all pretty and got all your little lady lumps in the right place, and all these cute little boys gonna be up here and all of that. I get all mm-hmm. of that. I said, but I'm not sending you up here to to have sex. I'm not sending you up here to just be all over so- the place. Now, should hold on, should. You just feel the need, and, and, and if there was a guy who she really liked, I would have this conversation with them too, the same conversation. Should you all feel y'all just have to have it, you all need to wrap it up because neither of you all have the smarts okay. nor the money nor the age to have a child. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so I had the real conversation with them. Oh, no, 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 no. I had the real conversation with him because it was because it was real. And this one this one guy said he um he said to my daughter he said man your mom is serious she's a business she doesn't play I'm like this is this is real stuff why not have the conversation why have the and, conversation and that, that, with that the goes, boys that goes that goes back to right. that goes back, not to turn you up not to cut you off that goes back to um you know as far as uh, young men um you know advancing and maturing at a slower rate because I'll be honest with you. You know, Kennedy's, you know, she's at that half, she's almost at that halfway mark or whatever. I'll be damned if I'm sending anybody off with some comments. And if Teresa, thought, if Teresa thinks about doing some bullshit like that, it's going to be a problem. I'm breaking backs. I'm $20 breaking backs. in the jar. $20 in the jar. There you go. That's Anyhow. cool. <laughs> but... But you also have to have the conversation because it's real. You know what happens yeah, when yeah, you go have a conversation like, hey, if something takes place, we're breaking backs. Oh, that's the goodness. conversation. That's the, come on, Trent. Come, come on, man. I mean, can't see sending my daughter away with a box of condoms. Look, I, okay, first of all, she didn't have a box of condoms. She had a, she had a little decorative box. And yeah, one of the care things package. that she had in there, and one of the things that was in the box were condoms. Oh, a couple God. of things that were in the box were condoms. And and you know, okay, and, just because you put it, just because you put it, just because you 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 know, 
printed that box up and it, you know, made it all beautiful right. and all sort of foolishness. The thing is, it was still condoms in the box. Okay, but hold up, Trent. You say hey, we got to call. Said... We got to call you, folks. We got to call. Nine zero one eight three zero. And not a, not a, hey, thank God for this call calling in because <laughs> this is going to get out of hand here. Nine zero one eight three zero. Hey, hey, hey! How are y'all doing? Hey, hey stranger, Lee. what's going on? Hey, what's hey, going hey, on? hey, Lisa, how are you? <laughs> I am great. How are you doing, girl? I, I, I could well, not hold it any longer. Hey, Trent, how are you? <laughs> okay, I'm trying to figure this out. Y'all disrespecting okay, me. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so my goodness. Sorry. But oh, I do goodness. have a question. I got to get right to this. So about this condom thing. Trent, would you send your son off with a condom? Would you send the, send the calling, boy calling. off? I love it. We appreciate you calling in tonight. Answer the question. uh Answer the question, yeah. Um, Tammy is ready. So is Lisa. I'm waiting. Our wonderful listeners. Honestly, I would. I would. Okay. That's the problem. Wow. That is the problem. Tammy, and then wait a minute. Follow this up with who are you expecting them to have sex with? You expect them to have sex with the girls, right? So what happens exactly. if he runs out of the condom because he's big man, right? He got condoms to his dad's and them off with condoms. You got condoms. you a grandmother. So I got to use them. That's right. <laughs> really? I'm just saying. Really? And see, that's the thing. It's Trump. not that we, it's not that, there are some differences in girls and boys, men and women, for sure. Mm-hmm. And for sure. we know that. But there are certain things that should just be life, like rules. If, if, if my daughter has mm-hmm. to be in at 9 o'clock, then my exactly. son, if he if they are close in age, then he's gonna have That's to right. be in at nine o'clock. It's no because you're a boy, you get to pay and play or play and pay, whatever it is. So mm-hmm. I think what needs to change is what we teach, what we teach our young exactly. men and what we teach our young women. There's a difference in in of course how we should carry ourselves and 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 act and so forth. But at the end of the day, respect, honor, and all those things, just those basic moral values mm-hmm. and ethics and all that should be a life teaching, not a gender teaching. It should just be human about being there a we human go. being. So if you're going to send your son off with a the condom, then there we go. Okay, I'm gonna keep my, you better send your daughter off with one, too. And with that conversation, Mr. Conversation. There we go. Trent, you, and with it, a conversation. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's the conversations with Trent. I love it. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's all about. It's what it's it's really what mm-hmm. you say and what because you, you could give them that condom and that conversation, and I promise you that'll go further than anything. That's right. And you and you don't wait till they're getting ready to go to college. I tell you what, this same exactly. conversation. I've had this conversation with with the guys that my daughter was serious, or they thought they were serious. I mean, starting at the age of 15, this boy called me. He was my, I remember my daughter was at camp. This boy called me, hi, Miss Lisa, I'm so-and-so, and I like your daughter. I'm like, who, what? And so we had the conversation, and the conversation was like, okay, um, you know, do you have sex? Do you drink? Do you do drugs? Do you smoke? No, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. They're all shaking, and, and, and this was on the phone. It, it, it was, it was... What? You said the boy called you at the age of 15? Yeah, he called me at the age of 15. He told me that he really liked my daughter. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to pull a Martin out on a Martin on that one episode where he says, sit your ass down somewhere. (laughs) You're talking about, boy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tammy, were you listening from the top of the show? I was. I signed out just for a hot second. 
Okay, so so at the top of the show, Trent said that he was not going out with his brothers getting dirty because, you know, he had to be looking good and smelling good for the ladies at the age of four. But yet, he can't have, no, nobody at the age of 15 can call him and try to look at his daughter, right? Excuse me, Mr. Four-Year-Old Macho. What? what? Right. <laughs> And you know what? You can't get around it. So the best thing you Mm -mm. can do is prepare her because you cannot get around it. Because whatever they want to do, trust me, they will find a way to do it. They will find a way. They will find a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it comes back to the morals, the values, and the ethics that you cannot cannot say, oh, you're, you're a guy, you get to say what you want, do what you want, even in the way that we talk to them. I I mean, just the way that we have basic conversation. And right. and the reason that, because we don't choose to do it that way, this is why we have a grown boys. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. And grown girls, mm-hmm. which means we're going to continue to produce the same thing because now you have grown girls trying to raise girls and grown boys trying to raise boys mm-hmm. to be men. Yeah. And it's not working. And it's not working. And it's not working. Mm-mm. Look around. Do you know how many? Do you know how many? Um, how many boys um, that I know when they were seniors in high school, um, they went to college, and after that first semester, after that first year, they wanted to come back home because they were just like, oh, they don't, they don't treat me like mom does. Mom cooks for me. Mom cleans my room. Mom washes my clothes. I got to do all this. I'd rather stay home and not go to college or work or stay home and, and live live at home and go to go to school because you know my mom can do all of this. I'm like, are you serious? And these were these were some of my son's friends. And my son, he was just like, I'm not trying to come back home. I'm trying to get out and do the thing I need to do. Good, do do what you got to do. But we also had those conversations. And, right. and so you have to start those conversations early. Now, Trent, you already know because you know I'm working on this book, and I started these conversations with my daughter. I mean, we had these conversations. They were age appropriate, but we had these conversations at the age of 12. We talked about it. We talked about it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. You did. Same so, here, Lisa. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. jump in, I'll get out real quick here, yeah, because we're gonna I'm actually gonna go bowling with my grown son tonight. All but right. um uh I realize now how I I did I didn't do so well in conversing with Brandon, who's now twenty eight, on some things because he was a, a a boy. I thought, okay, he's he's good. He can, you know, he can deal with that. It's it's all we don't have to have a conversation about that. But it should have been a man having some conversations, so to speak, uh, about uh-huh. some of those things. And me too, for sure. But that's where I think it comes in to, in having that that balance. Because you notice, I was uh, doing an article about how if you take a child, if a man, if a father or a man takes a child to the park, he's saying, go higher, jump. Mm, do whatever. Yep. He just kind of lets yep. them go. But if if mothers go, we're saying not too high, no, don't run, yes. stop. Exactly. And so it needs mm-hmm. to be that balance, You're girl right. or boy. We don't yeah, hold, on second now. Hold, hold on a second. Now. Hold on a second. Now. Hold, hold on a second. Bring it uh, when, you say, when, you, when you say balance, when, when you say balance, you know, so you're saying that, okay, let this girl jump from – this ten-story building and, and do what that man does or do it, and, and I'm not. I don't want to sound. I don't want it to sound bad. I don't want it to come across across as, as, as wrong. I still believe that a lot of those values from back in the day, they 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 still should be in place. 
I still think that a woman is, is, is gentle. She should be gentle and she should be, you know, touched to the touch. It should be gentle. Um, mm-hmm. Young girls, they should be, it should be gentle, nothing hard. Nothing, you know what I'm saying, to, to where it's too, too harsh. I, I believe in it. And I think that, I, I think that, you know, when we start pushing this whole gender thing and all this other things, that's how we get all this other stuff into play. Like, okay, well, well wait a minute, now, wait you know, a minute, wait a minute. A, hold on a second, let me finish. Now, uh, uh, you know, a woman could do what a man do, and hey, you know what? Well, maybe this woman can go and change her. I don't, uh, I don't agree with that. I, 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 I don't, we, I, I'm not saying that. When I, when I talked about the, I'm just talking about setting limits, and it needs to be a balance. Whereas a child, no matter the age, no matter the gender, needs a mother and a father, or a male and a female in their lives okay. in order to, to, to to have that balance mm-hmm. or to understand that balance. And when I say if you have a father or a man who's at a park with a child, he is more than likely he's going to allow that child more freedom. He's not going to uh, hold him back. He may say, yeah, go on the slide, whereas the mother will mm-hmm. go and she may walk the child all the way up to, to make sure <laughs> she doesn't right. fall. But, <laughs> and, and, and so because right. that's just we're nurturing, and, and mm-hmm. it's, if we do that, it can cause the child, uh, male or female, to, to just not really um, grow, even to the point mm-hmm. where I remember going to a, a, a Fourth of July party at this huge church here called Bellevue, and there was this little girl, looked like she may have been seven years old or so, and she had a dress on, and she was just running around playing with these little boys to the point, it, it drove me crazy to the point, and I didn't know her family, her mother, father, or her, to the point I had to go say, baby, you cannot do that. You have a dress on. You're playing with little boys. You need to sit down. <laughs> I mean, this, just because that's how I was taught. You don't, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. got a dress on. Those are your goods. You don't, those are not for everybody. And you don't mm-hmm. see women telling little girls, when you sit down, you have a dress on, close your legs, cross your legs, whatever. Mm-hmm. You are a young lady. But at the same time, you need to be telling that boy something as well to balance this out. And wait, I think, and I think wait, one wait, of the things. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me jump in more clear about what you just think, said. Then. Well, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. One of the things I think about that that's good about that is because because men have one quote unquote uniform. You got pants. You got shorts. But women have pants. I mean, girls have pants and they have shorts and they have dresses. So yes, when you're in a dress, you need to be a certain way. Um, you know, unless you got a scone, unless you got shorts on up under there. But otherwise, exactly. you need to be a certain way. Now, if she had, because I, I think I see where you're going with this trend, had the girl had on some shorts, fine. You go on and you run with them and you play with them and you whatever. But um, I, I think that um, I completely agree with that because they also have shown where a man will hold the baby. didn't make a difference if it's a boy or girl. They'll hold the baby like a football, walking around, and that baby's just happy. <laughs> not true. Not yeah. true. Yeah. Not no, true. no, no, no. No, no, I have seen so many men. Do, I've seen men walk in church like that. I've seen them walk around the store, and they're holding the baby like a football, and that baby's just as comforting and just having a yes. great old time. And that and that man has that a grip on that baby, and his baby's just secure. But a woman, we got them all cuddled and swaddled, and we hold Wrapped them all. Wrapped up, and, you know, all covered. Good. I think you all both know about it, how I feel about categorizing. The average man would hold a baby like a football, but if that girl – but if that girl, but if that, if, if if he has a, I have daughters, and I've okay, never carried them like a football. But, I always see, made no, sure the they were bundled up. No, the, no, the I get the point. Is, is I get that, the point. All right. Well, you're not the average man, Trent. Okay. 
I'm glad somebody recognized this around here. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say one way or the other which way you were. I'm just saying. <laughs> Whatever. But he did categorize in a minute, but we shouldn't do that now. But I'm sure I heard you categorize in this show. I'm sure he has a a few times, but that's all right. Hey, hey, Tammy, we have have rules on this show. We never challenge the uh, the host. Never challenge the host. It's featuring Lisa Tillman Page. What you talking about? The host, I mean, you're you're hosting as well. What are you talking about? I'm not feeling challenged at all. Get out intro song and she just walks all over me, man. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but anyway. Oh man, but it's good to hear from you, Tammy. You you enjoy bowling, man. I haven't been bowling in a while. You and your son have a great time. Y'all have some great conversation too. Okay. We will, and I've enjoyed it. And I just want to say to those parents who have those boys, have those conversations with them. Don't don't let it slide because they are so-called boys or men. We have we have to talk mm-hmm. to them too. Yes, yeah, Santa Claus right. with those pretty uh pretty dressed up boxes with a box of condoms. Oh my goodness, no! Don't send your boys with that. But <laughs> things happen. <laughs> you take care, Sammy. Yeah. Y'all have a great time. All right, y'all have a good night. All right. All right. All right take, take care. care. Take care. But um, you know, I, I think, and and, and I kind of want to follow this up what you were saying, uh, Trent, about. You know, okay, so should a girl jump off the 10-story building, or you're going to let the boy jump off, and the girls need to be all prim and proper and sweet and all this other stuff. I'm not saying I completely agree. Women should be soft. Men should be a little harder. I Be harder. Yeah. I, I, I get that whole thing. There are gender differences. I'm not saying everybody should be the same by far. I love the differences in men. The, 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 I love the fact that men are different from me. I, I love it. Um, but I think there are some fundamental things that we should not stop a girl from being daring. Had I stopped my daughter from being daring, she would not have gone to South Africa by herself. She would have been like, oh, my God, I can't go out. I can't do this because such and such is going to happen and all of this, that, and the other. You know? but, but I prepared her. We had conversations all the time. We talked. I, I wanted to know what she was thinking. I wanted to see what her decision-making was like, even to the point of, look, these are the three vegetable choices we're going to have for dinner. You get to choose two of them. You get to choose the two you want to have, you know, so that she knows how to make decisions. Just having the conversation, and no, I didn't wait till she was 17 or 18 to say, here's your box of condoms. I don't want to be a grandparent now, so you go on and do what you're going to do. I, I didn't do that. We had conversations way before, and again, like I said, they were age-appropriate, but I think you know, we're expecting, we expect a certain thing when our, when our children become young adults. But what are we teaching them? How are we training them when they are younger? Do we want, mm-hmm. you know, do we want strong girls who are not strong where they can lift 400 pounds necessarily, but strong of mind, strong of body, strong of presence and spirit? And do we want boys who are strong of mind and not just strong of body? You know, do we want them to know how to treat girls? Um, you know, one of the things, I have a girlfriend, and, and she has a son and a daughter. And she tells her daughter, just like she told her son, you don't hit girls. She told her daughter, you don't hit boys. And I remember there was an older girl on the bus who hit her son. And mm-hmm. he came home, and he didn't hit her, and he told her. And so the girl actually, it was a bully. And so she told, she told her son, if she hits you, you push her. Don't punch her, don't slap her, don't hit her. You push her. 
and you push her hard enough that it's going to make her put it, take a few steps back, that she's going to know she can't push you again. The same thing she told her daughter. A boy hits you, mm-hmm. you push him. And she told him, you know, you punch him in the stomach, you you know, whatever, because, of course, boys are harder. But, you know, it, it, so they're just – I, I just really believe we need to have some more conversations and we need to, um, um, that things, that certain things need to be a little bit more equitable um, in what we do. And it's not just because she's a girl and, oh, her feelings are going to get hurt. Because, hey, boys have feelings too. Don't you have feelings, Trent? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have feelings, but I mean, I, mean, yeah, I, I still mean, I stand by what you said. I know, yeah. but you have feelings. That's the point. So, you know, so so we need to recognize that. And then especially, oh, this is the other thing that gets me. When women will say to boys, again, oh, don't cry or don't show your feelings. But then when we, we meet a man and we want to be, you know, in a relationship with them, and then they were like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And then they grew up all their life talking about men don't share their feelings. And we're trying to say, well, why don't you talk to me? You know, we, we have some issues. <laughs> I, I, agree in that, I agree in that type of balance. We're talking about uh, feeling, I guess, um, Maybe I was fortunate to uh, to be raised in a home with um, older uh, siblings mm-hmm. who, who, who were girls. Um, I, mean, I mean, you know, I mean, hey, I cry, <laughs> but but um, hey, I cry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I cry sometimes. Yeah. I'm not and afraid to say okay. that. I cry sometimes, and, and that's but, okay. But you know, and 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 that's where that whole line is drawn. Don't get it twisted. I'll still get up in the, and you know get up in somebody's ass. So just because you know you see these films, and a lot of folks. Are, I'm sorry. I said twenty dollars. Yep. Twenty one dollars. That's forty bucks. Okay. That's right. So, but no, I, I I get it, and we should have that balance. Um, uh-huh. but as, as as a man, it's uh, it's it's quite difficult to uh to bring that balance sometimes. And I and I agree with that. And and men men have holistically men have a hard way to go because y'all are supposed to be tough. Y'all are supposed to take care of the family and do all of this and do all of that. And then y'all don't have an outlet. Remember we talked about um um oh my goodness oh, what was her name um I can see her book it was on men and intimacy oh my God, threads threads Fleetwood um you know she she did the book on men and intimacy and talked to them. She talked to sixty men about it. And mm-hmm. she said, you know, and they were talking about how it's hard and, and, you know, they don't, they were glad that somebody asked them, what do they feel about intimacy? What do they think about this? Because no one has ever asked them that. And so, right. you know, if we, if we don't have those stations, if men don't have those conversations with other men, if men don't have those conversations with their sons and say, you know what, it's okay to cry. Not that, you know, not necessarily that you're, you know, a quote unquote cry, baby, cry at the drop of a hat or you do whatever, you know, when it's time, you know, you better, you know, protect the family. I don't care if you're crying or not, you better protect the family and do what you got to do. Yeah, whatever it is, y'all tell do. men, yeah. yeah, you have to do what you have to do. But a woman can't also just sit there and cry. You know, um, uh, a friend of mine just recently showed me um, how to shoot a shotgun, and I was like, whoa. And I thought, you know, first I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be big and bad when I first saw it. And then he was like, no, you got to hold it. And I was like, uh-huh. And then each, I was like, oh, no, I don't, I'm not that big girl enough. I'm, you know, let me just go with a little pistol, um, although I've never shot a pistol before. On? But still, I'm just you? saying. What's going on? I'm just saying. saying. You're, you're out here shooting pistols? <laughs> look, look, now, it was a shotgun. I'm just saying. It was a 12-gauge. Don't mess with me. You know, I'm. You know what? That's the thing. People, I, I shouldn't say this right after talking about having a shotgun, shooting a shotgun. But people take my kindness for a weakness, and that does not mean I'm going out and shooting people. It just means 
I don't I don't get upset very easily. But when people take me for granted, then you know, or when something goes on long enough, ah, you know what? Mm, we need to have a little conversation here, and hey, and, take, and that let's, conversation let's, can get a little ugly. Let's Go let's ahead. take a quick break as we uh we break away from a thug from Connecticut, and we'll get back <laughs> on the other side of the break. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your girl, Bianca Fly. If you're looking for an amazing show with fantastic guests from book authors, entrepreneurs, poets, music artists, and more, then I want to invite you to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Coming to you live and direct each and every Tuesday and Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on your radio network. Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Hi, right, folks. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're all with the, uh, the, the thug from Connecticut shooting shotguns and, and blazing pistols. You know, no. <laughs> hey, saying, you said you know, that didn't. A woman, a woman knows, and a woman needs to know how to protect herself, um, even if she has a strong man, because a strong man isn't always going to be there, and so you need to know how to protect yourself. But I'm not saying everybody go out and get a gun. I'm just saying, you know. But anyhow, um, but but I, I really think that um, you know this is a conversation, no matter what side you fall on. Um, this is a conversation that people need to have when, you know, before they, before the children get here. You know, talk about it. Talk about how you were raised, what were the, the positives and the negatives you saw in the, the way your parents treated you and your siblings. Um, you know, and then you have some people who were only children, and so they're like, well, look, I, I don't know how they treated a, a sister because I didn't have one or a brother because I didn't have one or a son or, or whatever it is. But, um, you know, I think we should fast forward to what, do we want from them? What do we expect from them as far as their character, as far as what they will accept and what they won't accept um, from treatment as they are older? And and you kind of set the tone for that, Trent, when you said, um, you know, as far as girls and, you know, um, disciplining them because when they get, you know, when they get to dating age, then they're going to look at that. And, you know, and I told you, well, that wasn't my issue because I didn't want anybody the way my father treated me not that he treated me badly. Right. I wanted somebody the way he treated my mother. 
Um, and that was no, that was never a conversation that I had with my parents. It was just something that I I don't know. That just was how how it was for me. Um, and, and I mean, so as we, we said, we have, to, we have to be fair. That that's not you know for every kid that they they, mm-hmm. they look at. It. I want a man that you know for every you know young girl. I want a man that you know treats uh how you treat how my mother was treated as far as in a good way or whatever, because psychologically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. think about it for a second there. I mean, because if, if that kid yeah. is being abused in the home. This is true. Oh, yeah, all, this is true. You know this. This is true. That is very true. You know true. what I mean? You know, yeah, and, and, and you know what? And I, I just thought about that because I have two friends who are single dads, and their daughters are somewhere in the teenage years. Um, but they said they want to teach their daughters, they wanted to teach their daughters, and this is how a young man and your future husband should treat you. And they have raised the bar so high that a young man couldn't, I mean, because, you know, they, they bought everything for their daughters, and they took them there, and they did this, and they did all of those things. And those weren't things that their father did with their first girlfriends when they were younger because they were young men, and they didn't have it like that. They didn't necessarily know to do. So right. you have to be, I mean, because, I mean, one of them now, he's like, man, I'm just trying to figure out how come my girlfriend can't keep a boyfriend. It's like, because you raised the bar. I was like, man, nobody yeah, and, can, and, can and that's what, that. that's you that's what That's where you create the balance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what that's where I'm struggling at right now. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's where you have to create that balance because this kid thinks that you know the world revolves around her. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So you have right. to create that balance as, as, as a right. parent. Mm-hmm. Just let them know that. I mean, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's that's very true. And it's just like continual conversations. And then you know you're at that that age now where you know she's not a She's not a quote-unquote little kid anymore. She's not a big kid, so she's that tween. She's in between, and she's trying to figure out her life. She's trying to figure out her hormones. She's trying to figure out her mind. So she's in a whole nother place, and you're like, who are you, and where did you come from? And so Pretty much. You're, <laughs> so you're trying Pretty to work much. this whole thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to get. So I'm trying to get through the day to day. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get through the day to day with this kid, man. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, so it is a it it is a um you know children do not come with instruction books and and if you have more than one they are not alike at all and so you're exactly. like man how do I what you know this works with this one but this one doesn't work with that one. So that, again, you have to look at the maturity. You have to look at, and it can't just be, okay, based on the child's maturity, based on the child's grades, based on the child's responsibility level. You have to look at the whole child because there are some children mm-hmm. who are just going to be the class clown. They are just as silly as they want to be, and it's going to work well for them when they get an adult, but, but right now they drive you and the teachers crazy, and you're like, everything is not funny. Everything is not funny. Stop always giggling. Stop always laughing. You know, um, and and that's just the way they are. You have to know your child. You have to figure that out and look at them, and you have to know each one of them, and then figure out what's that thing that 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 builds them up, thing that that gets them. How do you connect with them? And then use that that way you connect. Like you know, Tammy's going out bowling with her son. Now, I don't know if this is something that they've always done, but hey, if your child likes to bowl or spend one on one time with you, do that. You know, if they like right. to fix the car, you as a father, well, hey, let's go and fix the car and have the conversation about about around that. 
You know, I didn't have yeah. um, brothers, and let's, I didn't know. I mean, when I was let's, pregnant, let's I prayed. What? Let's get back. Let's get back to this whole condom in the package deal that you sent Kamara oh, with. My goodness. For, um, I didn't think that was good parenting at all. <laughs> well, it was a good thing you were a parent. <laughs> how do you, you send your kid Trent. and say, hey, here's a care package? Trent. What? Trent. Yeah. If, even if I didn't give her the condoms, she still would have done whatever it is she did. Explain to the listening audience, like, what type of box was it? Like, because I'm really tripping out here that you would send this girl away Wait, off oh the college. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're making give it you the so picture much my bigger head. than it was. You give me, let what, me give you the picture in my head. Oh my God, it's scary in there. Go ahead, give me the picture. You've, you, you, you know, you, you got this nice box with a whole bunch of flowers and butterflies on it, and a nice, nice bow and all that stuff, and you got a shitload of magnum sitting down in the bottom of it, over some, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, no, no. Explain to listen because that's so, the way I took it. I don't know how they okay. took it. All right, all right. So. <laughs> So here's the deal. So we were out some little place, and um, it was some little boutique, and so they had these little decorative boxes. And I think uh, because you know my daughter's into modeling, it had all these pictures of you know women, and and it was it had Paris on it, and all sort of stuff. And she was like, "Oh, this is a really cute box." And she's like, "Oh, I'd love to take this away." She was like, "Yeah." She said, um, "We could put condoms in here." And I looked at her. I was like, "What?" And oh, so it was her idea. Well, yeah, that's what she said, and, and my child, you know, she she's, she likes to say whatever, whatever, just get a ride. So I'm like, I looked at her, and then, and I thought about it. I mean, but we had already had the conversation about contraception. We had already had the conversation about condoms. I mean, you know, she was she was 18 now, so we, we had talked about sex, you know, from the time she had her cycle, We you know, before that, some the whole nine yards. We got to so, call you, Lisa. We got to call you. This is some badass panning here, folks. Don't listen to nothing Lisa's saying right now. Seven seven three two two five. What's going on, man? <laughs> What's up, man? Listen to Lisa and his badass parenting. <laughs> Trent, wait a minute. Excuse me. I think that's another forty dollars I get. Go ahead. <laughs> that's hilarious. Now, but you know what, brother? I mean, contrary to what me and you may feel about that, I'm actually hearing more. More and more uh, mothers doing that with their daughters when they go off to college. Uh, when Lisa said I that, it. I probably had about three or four mothers that talked to me uh, when they sent their young ladies off to college, and it was like what they call a care package of, of condoms or maybe even getting them on birth control and stuff like that. And I think it comes from, we probably, me, and, me and you probably can't relate to that, but I think it comes from the fact that a woman who have probably made mistakes or what they consider mistakes because, you know, it, it may not even really be considered mistakes, but it comes from women who have went off to college or went off into another area in their life and they just thinking back on the mistakes that they made or the things that they did and they're trying to – and this is their best way of figuring that they can protect their daughter. So, yeah, I'm hearing I'm more and more mothers I'm, doing that. I think I was slick thrown under the bus there. Hold on. I was not wilding out in college. Hold up. Wait. Hey, hey, if, if, you know what I'm saying? Your, 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 your background, your background says something different. No, Connecticut, no, wait, and then you're Catholic. Connecticut and a Catholic, you know, and you being a girl. I mean, come on now. Let's I talk about this Catholic. Catholic. Wait a minute, hold up. I, I, got a, I got a problem with this. Wait a minute. No, what it what it cut what it came from is so. Wait, a minute, this is this is the deal. My parents didn't go to college. I remember driving. I was probably two weeks out from going to college for my freshman year. I was riding in the car with my mother, 
my, my second talk in college was, for college was like this. Um, you know the way you were raised. Um, we expect you to behave appropriately. God is always with you. That's what my mom said. Okay. So you said Kamara off with condoms and God. That's right. And you know what I said? I said, God is always watching. Anthony, um, uh, mute your phone because you get feedback. So thank you. But we always, I mean, but I, I told her, I was like, you know what? I might not always see you, but God always sees you. She's like, really, Mom? Really? Mm-hmm. always sees everything. But I, but I, you know, I, I know what happens in college. I know what happens when you turn 16, 17, 18. I just know it's just, it's, there was a reason why back in the day in the Bible, the kids got married, you know, when they could have kids. <laughs> so, so, so you have those conversations. It, it, even if I didn't give her the condom, she still would, I mean, and I remember one time thinking when I was like, oh, let me go find that box and count how many condoms. I said, nope, I don't even want to know. I just want to keep telling her, look, I'm not sending you to school to have sex and become a parent, but if you feel you just got to have it, you need to wrap it up. I, I, want, I want Anthony to, uh, Anthony, your mic's open here. I, I haven't muted, muted on this end, so come back and, and, and if you can and um, follow up with this um, girl from Connecticut who's actually a Catholic. <laughs> this went to Catholic school, but still. Go ahead, Anthony. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I mean, my only follow up is just saying that what Lisa was mentioning earlier. I'm just hearing mm-hmm. more mothers doing that with their daughters. Um, I guess you know, okay. us being fathers, we can't really see picture ourselves sending off our daughter with that type of a care package. But what you're seeing is more mothers um, are actually doing it. At least from, at least from on my end, from the mothers that I talk to when they send their um, baby girls off to college. You know, even sometimes right. it may even start. It may. I know one. I know I had a, one young lady that told me she even did it when um, her daughter went off to prom. Uh, you know, she just uh, felt more comfortable oh, uh, having a conversation uh, with her doing that. So, you know, you 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 are hearing that because the reality yeah. of it is, and it is it's, it's it's really all of our faults because we've let this lifestyle take take upon us because everything is sex. You know, sex is yep. is being portrayed is uh-huh. more important. Than money these days. Every time you turn on the TV, it's just it's sex or violence. It's nothing but sex yeah. or violence in that order. Right. And then you're right. talk about money. So I mean, and we are participating in whether we want to admit it or not. Anytime that you allow yourself to watch a, a reality show, you're participating in it. Anytime you decide <laughs> uh-huh. yourself to watch Law and Order, any type of sex scene, anything, you have participated in it because those shows only only stay around because we as people watch them. So now right. that when it comes and it affects, when it affects our families, now we want to pretend uh-huh. like we're holier than thou or we, we live uh-huh. by that standard. When the truth be told, none of us really do live by that standard because if we did, <laughs> right. these shows, these lifestyles wouldn't even exist. Right. That's and Anthony and Trent, I want, to, I, want, I want to ask you all a question, and you don't necessarily have to answer this, but what ages were you all when y'all had sex, and what ages were the girls when they had sex, when you had sex with them? I'm just saying. <laughs> So if nobody, I said, y'all ain't got to answer it. <laughs> I was, um, actually, yeah, well. <laughs> actually, you know what's so funny? Uh, and this is crazy. This is crazy. I was actually 13 and a half, and the girl was 16, and really? I didn't even know what, I didn't know what pubic hair was, and it was itching me so bad. I'm like, damn, she got crabs or something? 
a whole different level. I'm so sorry, listening audience. Oh, my well, God. Well, you actually, I mean, what you want me to say? Okay. I said you didn't have to answer. I didn't ask all of that. I didn't ask all of that. I didn't say that you had to answer it. In fact, I said you didn't have to answer it. I just want you to think about it. Hey, this, this this show is this show is about no. This show is about actually, you know, you know, growth. I was thirteen and a half. The girl was sixteen, and she had she had pubic hair and it itched. I'm trying to think. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So for for the young boys, oh do not have sex at thirteen and a half. All right, that's a good PSA there. Thank you. So, <laughs> it's a little itch. Oh my God. Anyhow. You asked. I mean, what you want me to do? You're right. I did ask. I don't know why. But anyhow. So, yeah, but think about it. So if you're not going to have the conversation, and, and, you know, to go back to what Anthony was saying about people thinking that, you know, adults thinking they're holier than, holier than thou, we forget, we forget what it was like when we were younger and what we were thinking of and what we were doing and, you know, all of this. What was, this, what was the go hide and go catch or hide and go get or hide and go touch something? Some whatever it was, you know. No, you know um, what it was. If you say it, you knew exactly what it was. Hide and go get it. <laughs> catch, catch a girl and kiss a girl. That's what we used to call it. Yeah. Yes. There we go. There we go. You got to spin the bottle, all of that stuff. So look, and now mm-hmm. these things are these things are you know they're they're glorified. They see it all the time. So you you see it, you think it's normal, it's what you're supposed to do or what have you. So you you might as well arm your children. I mean, now, mind you, I don't know how I know how we got back to this being solely about sex because Trent and my whole sending my daughter to school with condom. But whether she had a condom or not, if she was going to do it, she was going to do it. So why not be prepared and have the conversation and have her have her be knowledgeable? And, you know. I, I, I agree. And, and, and let's go back to it. I'm only bringing up things that you said. <laughs> I'm only putting those words back. I'm placing those words back into your mind. Oh my goodness! So there Thank you have so it. Much. <laughs> Don't you ask know, these questions Anthony if you want these answers. So that's all right. <laughs> Anthony probably. Anthony, he probably was a little managed boy. He probably had sex at twelve. No, it was uh, it was uh, it was fifteen. I had a lot of practice, probably twelve, thirteen, fourteen, but I never actually did <laughs> Until I was 15. What is practice? practice you get like second base and you still playing around with your clothes on. That's practice. Oh. Yeah, that's practice right there. Oh, okay. But to actually say when I actually did something, I was actually 15 and the girl, she was 15 too. We was in the same grade. Okay. okay. All, there right. You go. All right. All right. Okay. And there that's you go. Still so, so I guess I, I guess it's safe to say I was looking for cougars at, the, at, at a young age. You were fast. You were fast. You were a fast tail boy. We're looking for cougars at a young age, but there it is. Good stuff there, though. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's guy? What you got going on, bro? What's going on with you? Oh, not much, man. Just taking it easy. You know, I, I, I'm still trying to get in the habit of calls, and I was listening to my music like, oh, damn, the show is on. So I called <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I was on the road listening about it. The same old man, just maintaining, elevating. What's going on with y'all? Yeah. How y'all doing? Pretty good, doing man. Great. Can't call my phone. Can't call. That's right. Can't call. You know. Feel kind of feeling. I mean, you know, you're, get, you're getting back into the, to, you know, calling into the show. It's like, you know, for a minute there, I didn't know what was going on with you. Now I'm just teasing. <laughs> 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 no, it's all okay. good. 
It's, uh, oh, yeah. it's definitely, 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 definitely all good. Definitely all good. It's good to hear your yeah, voice man, again. We... Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that's the end of the show, though. Great topic. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and check out the archive. But this is definitely uh, one of those conversations that uh, needs to be had and continue to be had about parenting. Oh, yeah. And I, I think Lisa mentioned, like, something about instruction books. There is no instruction books. You know, and, and my belief, honestly, is uh, there's no right or wrong way to parenting unless you outright just child abusing or trying to, you know, kill your child or something like that. Uh-huh. We don't have to even discuss that. But when you know you, you when you know you as a, an adult are coming from a, a great place of love, there's really no right or wrong way to parenting. Just like, you know, Trent might not agree with, you know, Lisa sending her daughter off with a care package, and but that still doesn't mean it's right or wrong. We all have different ways and that we try to do the best for our kids. But at the end of the day, our children are going to make their own decisions, whether it's a two-parent home. Right. A one-parent home, right. no matter how much you hold over them and how much you tell them to do this and do that, they will at one point make their decisions. The only thing that you hope for that is not a decision or a consequence that you cannot help them get out of, because then that's yeah. when you mm-hmm. feel you know feel helpless at their parent. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Great and point. you know what? And you know what? Because I and I mean that is an excellent point. And because I was I was able to have conversations with my daughter, she told me the first time that she had sex. And That's good. That's we went over to the, yeah, and, we, and and I was just like, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I was I was hurt, and, you know, I kind of hid my tears and all that other stuff. We talked about it, and I was like, all right, and we went over to Boy's house. And he didn't know I knew, and he came up, and he was like, Miss Lisa, and he had his arms all wide open to give me a hug. And I walked up to him, and I punched him dead in his stomach, and he leaned over. What? Wait a minute now. Wait, wait a second. Wait. Well, well, so wait. So listen. So listen. Here's the deal, though. Here's the deal, though. So, so it, it lasted like maybe two minutes. Um, but this is what he did. He, I punched him in the stomach. I said, I know y'all had sex, but what happened was, he, he and my daughter talked about it, and she said she was ready, and she cried because she was scared. And so it only lasted like a couple of minutes, and so he stopped because she was crying so much, so he wasn't sure if he was hurting her or he knew she wasn't ready. They were the same age though, and so he stopped. Right. And, and so um, and so I told him that I appreciate that he cared that much about her that he would stop. But I was like, but y'all, you know y'all are never going to be alone again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so let me ask you something. So, so why, why the violence? Why, why, so this guy appeared not to be the aggressor. So why no, the violence the on this kid? Yeah, he was the aggressor. Because he was a boy, and because no, he, no, you don't. You know, now, I'm going to use your words back on you. Now you I'm going to use your words back on you. Now you're saying, that's my boy. So that's, my boy. That's, I mean, that's my baby. Because he's that's a boy. My baby. That's my baby. I had to punch him, yes. I had to punch him. And, and, and there we go. And that's my whole point in this whole thing. I appreciate you bringing that home for me. I appreciate you bringing that home now, for me. And, and, and no, I didn't slap my daughter. Um, but we had a long conversation, and were they ever alone together? Oh, no. They were alone in the movies, and even then I had a girlfriend's older daughter right. who was always in the back of the movies going to the movie. You know, she, she didn't, they weren't necessarily going, she didn't go with them, but she always conveniently found her way when they were at the movies. Uh, no, 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 we ain't, we ain't playing that. And he also wore a condom, too. So I was all right with that. I was, I was, I was good because he was respectful of my daughter. He did. He cared enough about it. But you still stopped. had to punch him, though. You still had to punch him. Oh, yeah, I, I did have to punch him. I did have to punch him, you know. Straight violence. Straight, straight violence. Yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, that's what you get from Lisa from Connecticut. You know what? Who's actually a Catholic. I'm not you know Catholic. Know they say I went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school, but I punched him, and then I went home, and I had some hot chocolate, so. Hmm. 
Hmm. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> anything anything you want to report here, uh, Mr. Collins? What's going on with you, man? <laughs> no, nah, bro, I'm, I'm left laughing at y'all. Y'all funny, man. I, I'm good. I just had to call in and, and chime in, you know, off a couple things, comments Lisa had saying, because I just remember having that conversation with a, a few other mothers over the past couple of years. But it seems like you know, that's a, that's a uh, mother thing these days. And it, it may and it may not be the end of the world because, you know, honestly, I think we as men, we do send off our, our mm-hmm. young men um, with that encouragement. Once we figure out or we think that they having sex, we tell them to, you know, wrap it up or give them some condoms right. and stuff of that nature. So it really shouldn't be uh, a double standard when it comes to that because, I think if you don't Thank have you. that communication with your daughter, um, it'll probably hurt you more once you really find out that she is sexually active uh-huh. and doing these type of things. So uh-huh. yeah, it, it may be a good idea for us to try to open that door of communication with them. I, I totally you know agree because I was actually I, I was I, devastated I, when uh, I was totally devastated when 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 Taylor told me she was sexually active. It's uh-huh. almost like right. I, you know it's almost like I lost my baby, man. I want oh, to kill her. Goodness gracious. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness! But anyhow, you know what? You know what, Anthony? What you just said—that I, I, I forgive you for throwing me under the bus as if I was wilding out when I was in college. So anyhow, no, I, I didn't say you was wilding out. I never said that. that the phone must have cracked up for your head. I never no, said no, you was wilding no, out. What, you, yeah, what you said was from from women who you know they remembered what they did. They made some bad I said it may have. I didn't say for sure. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just going off conversations that you know, I've had with other women. This was some of the things they told me on why um, they did what they did. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I whether, whether I agree or not, it's, it's no right or wrong way of parenting. If you're really coming from a great place, that's not mm-hmm. a right answer or not a wrong answer. It's just your answer right. because it helps you. It helps you as a parent feel comfortable. It might not help Trent. It may not help me, but it helps you feel, you know, comfortable right. as a parent right. making that decision for you and yours. That's all. Right. That's right. This is true. This is true. There it is. So Here until we next week, hey, bro, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Hopefully uh, we'll find some time to get back on the air with your your energy, your world, even if we have to take oh, yeah, it for yeah. the folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have to figure stuff, it out, yeah. brother. All right, yeah, no doubt. Okay, bro, I'll talk to you. All right. All right, bro. All right, take care, All right. Anthony. All right. Okay. All right. Any closing remarks uh, there, Lisa? No, I, I really, um, you know, I, I loved what Anthony said that, you know, you, you have to, if you're coming from a true place of love, not a warped place of love, but if you're coming from a true mm-hmm. place of love because, because kids don't come with instruction books and, um, you know, uh, and there's enough information out there that you can learn so many different things. There's so many books out there, how to talk to your child about this, how to discipline, how to yeah. whatever. And you have to figure out what works for you and your child. Um, you know, mm-hmm. one, one child you might have to spank. Another child you just have to put in time out and they'll be straight. They're like, I don't want to be sitting in the corner anymore. So you have to look at, you know, you have to look at how, how the children are. But I just, I just don't think that gender should be the only reason or the only, yeah, the only reason why you treat your children differently. Um, so, you know, right. parenting is a, is a big responsibility, is a difficult task, but it's also very rewarding. So just take care in what you do. There it is. With that said, folks, uh, Lisa and I will be back next week, same time, same station, wiring 1328 is the station. Um, until next week, you guys be epic. Take care.
Conversations with Trent in conjunction with Taylor Kennedy Media and your radio network would like to thank you for calling in and listening to tonight's episode. We hope that tonight's conversation offended you just enough to turn your mirror inward to come back for more. So until next week's conversation, be epic. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.